When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog And I'm Olivia. And you're listening to Iconography. <laughs> that sounded like an NPR. <laughs> <laughs> We've got news and also like sports. Grass and sports. I don't know. Okay. I don't really. It wasn't. It, we weren't an NPR house. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're listening to Iconography. Thanks for joining in. Um, if you like it, make sure you subscribe, you like, you you review. review yeah and uh, you do that on apple and spotify and wherever you get your pods but uh olivia let's let's talk to each other <laughs> let's, <laughs> what, let's talk well, about okay. icons, of the, icons week. of the week yeah we bring on uh, an icon that we've been obsessed with uh this week olivia yeah. may okay. i ask yeah who your icon is my icon this week okay so um you and i were at a party last night this is true and i woke up this morning and had a horrible stomach ache oh. and i was like this sucks yeah and so i like i like got on the train to come here i mm-hmm. like went into a bodega and got a, like a kombucha and a, like a little bottle of pepto-bismol okay. and whenever i drink pepto-bismol i think about um have you seen coyote ugly yes okay you know how melanie linsky oh <laughs> Olivia, I love coyote this already. ugly this is, very is good. like when she's like piking pipe bleh, packing up piper parabo mm-hmm. that is ah, hard oh. that is hard to say okay you're an actor <laughs> okay. now Packing up Piper Parabo. Okay. Um, All right. And that's training. That's training. Um, packing, what, up Piper pack, packing up Piper Parabo. Packing up Piper Parabo. Packing up Piper Parabo. Packing up Piper Parabo precociously. Half a tone up. <laughs> packing up Piper precociously. Okay. When she's packing up Piper Parabo, she is sipping. Wait for it, Pepto Bismol. Okay, we love. Um, we and love our so piece. I'm my icon this week is um, Melanie Linsky in Coyote Ugly, like just drinking Pepto Bismol with a straw because that's what I felt like this morning. I love that for you, and I love that for her. Coyote Ugly was definitely a movie that I watched, and it like taught me what horny was. You know what I mean? Where I was like, wait a minute, what the heck? What is, the heck is this, going on this here? Energy. Oh, this is horny. That's what happens when people are dancing. Um, also, dancing on the bar, it's like, on. that's horny. Also, iconic soundtrack, Under the Moonlight. Oh, my God. That's like a bop and that a song, half forever. Isn't that song for that movie? Yes. It's one of those things where yes. it's like it's like Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls, where it's like, oh, that's a song for, for a, a movie. movie. Right, but it, it was able to, I don't know, transcend. Transcend. <laughs> And that's all you can hope for for a song. Um, wait, also, have you ever passed like normal Coyote Ugly, like the actual establishment? Yes. It's like the saddest it's place in really, the world. It's really a dim place. If you haven't, it's just like in the middle of the East Village. Yeah, it's like you can just walk by and kind of look in. And I've walked by on like a Sunday and looked in. And yeah. I've never seen a sadder thing in my whole entire I life. I have never looked in because the outside is so desolate that like that's enough for me. And I've seen just like... Like sad men, like too many yeah, sad men. Yeah, it's always like a sad man, like alone, right. nursing. You're something. like my hope would be that it would be like cool woman, you know, is like yeah, I love this movie. No, there's never ladies. women dancing on the bar. Yeah. It's just like sad. It's just sad, <laughs> like sad horny old men. Maybe I should. Maybe but I should. Also, go. maybe we should go. <laughs> okay, great. I think feel like we could both get laid at Coyote, Coyote Ugly. Ugly. Well, that's not great. <laughs> I'm just saying it's. An option for us. Okay, and 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 it, in that vein, in the vein of it simply being an option, I'll take it. I'll Love consider it. it. Okay, um, Io, who's your icon this week? Um, I went to a party with you. Yes, as yes. last night. Yes, um, which you know, 
Yeah, I was and, there. And I know as well. Um, and I did get very drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, As you are wont to do. Okay, relax. Just saying. Okay. Uh, this was a little more want than usual, though. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I uh, got a little drunk, and then I went home, and um, I was like, I want to listen to music and just lie in my bed. So I put on some Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. Um those guys rock. <laughs> so uh, my icon of the week is Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, great music, great bops all so the way good. through. Makes you feel so good, so freaking groovy and, and like happy. Um, and also uh, Vern White, master of the of the of the blowout. My God, <laughs> my God, is his hair Gorgeous. fantastic? So silky, age. I mean, ageless, timeless hair. It's it's so I. Is it healthy anymore? Is, not. This, is my question. I don't because it's think like so, so many years it of it. It is like his it's hair like, looks so alive, even as he gets older. I really would love to know who does his hair because I'm always. I hope that person is so fucking rich. I hope so. so I assume rich. so. I feel like I can always like um, I can always improve in the hair department. You know. Okay. It's not. No. It's like there's. It just isn't, I don't want you to like put yourself down. It's not a put here. down. It's okay. it's a it's an acknowledgement of myself and my potential for growth, and I think that that's an area where I can always grow. But I yeah. would love just like an hour in the chair. What I want is somebody <laughs> to do my hair every day and not me. Um, is actually what I'm talking about. I think. This is so random, but I think Nancy Pelosi gets her hair done at the Four Seasons in D.C. every day. And that seems like dreamy to me. Okay, that's scary to me. This is just like stuff you know when you like grew up around D.C. As people okay. are like, Nancy Pelosi gets her hair done there every day. Stuff you know when you grow up in Boston is like. Um, we had to park the car. Okay, it's, you like have to stop doing that. because I, I know you hate it, I don't but think, I think it's yeah. so funny. I, actually, I really hate it. I really hate I it. It pisses me off. Because it's not good. Park a car, have a yacht. You're like, you might, like you're slurring I in my ears. I sound like Matt Damon. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> okay, about. Okay, this is illegal and I'm placing you under citizen's arrest. I just think it's I just think it's like it's just crass. I just think it's crass <laughs> when you do that and it's not nice and it's bad. <laughs> Something you guys should know about Io is that when she does get a little drunk, she does have a Boston accent. Okay. Relax. <laughs> Relax. I just feel like I'm being attacked, so I had to attack back. And I I'm sorry that I did that, but I do um I can't take it back. Now, I don't think so. you're sorry is the thing that I think. Well, okay. And then that's okay, where we are. That's where we are. Okay. Anyway, what are the things you learn when you're Grow up around Boston? Yeah. Oh, just sort of like um, what ravines you can drink in. Sort of like, uh, I guess where to park the car, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tragic. What secrets do I know? Oh, yeah, like Mark Wahlberg is like beating up That's not a secret, though. But like some people don't know. That's true. Um, do you think- my dad did text me the other day. He was like, you need to stop speaking out about Mark Wahlberg because he's very influential. And I was like... Speaking out about Mark Wahlberg? What does that like- even mean? Oh, my God. So, what? honestly, I think there's, like, <laughs> a very real possibility, like, within the near future that I do get blacklisted for do you talking think about that, like, Mark the Wahlberg Wahlbergs- blinding an Asian man. Do you think the Wahlbergs have, like, like come to your family's home and been like your daughter needs to like shut her mouth it's like fully the sopranos like Don- but just yeah, like, like the donnie like knocked on the door oh, and yeah. was like get your girl oh my god like <laughs> get your girl <laughs> um yeah i think my dad fully texted me that at gunpoint while donnie Wahlberg was holding an assault weapon to his head they um, left just like Wahlburgers coupons <laughs> They're soaked in blood. This is a threat. (laughs) Instead of a horse head, it's just like a huge pound of like meat. No, it's like it's like they threw a brick through your window and like attached to it is a (laughs) Wahlburgers menu. That's a fucking hit. That's an absolute. That's a Boston hit. That's a Boston hit. (laughs) If you know it, you know it. Um, And one person you might know is uh, our icon, our guest who we're bringing on, um, a fantastic, incredible performer and comedian and actor, and you know his voice. Uh, And if you don't, you're freaking about to. Uh, Ladies and gents and people who are just fancy people who aren't ladies. Ladies or gents, please welcome Larry, Larry Owens. Owens. Iconography. <laughs> Hi, Larry. I'm obsessed. How this are is, you? 
an iconic pod. Oh, I mean, so I feel. happy to have Thank you. you. So oh happy to my have God, you. I can't believe. Oh, you're, I'm just so happy to be here. <laughs> I read Olivia. I read your newsletter every oh my week. Goodness. Yes, Sunday, sometimes Monday. Sunday, sometimes Monday. <laughs> you know? It can be late. She has a, a life outside of writing a newsletter for a couple hundred people. Uh, honestly, but <laughs> a couple hundred. That's a brag. Listen, that's, that's a brag. A brag. Like, I for feel a like newsletter, that's a brag. Truly launched like in the past like two and a half weeks. Like they're like the gall of me to be like to have notes. I'm like sometimes Monday. Sometimes Monday. But it's okay. I just put in a little dig just like to level the room. But... For sure. No, we all need to be humble constantly. Yes. I.O. Uh, you're here from LA. I'm just Larry, so. I am here I'm from excited LA. to. Yay. You're hearing our voices, but like I get to see I.O. in the studio. And it's a treat. We do know that this is an audio medium, so you cannot see me, but rest assured I am here. And and that's just that's my that's a little comfort I offer you. That's iconography. That's, that's iconography, iconography baby. Here. Larry, uh, you know the freaking deal. Uh, <laughs> one you episode, freaking deal. <laughs> but Taylor's um, oldest time. We asked you to bring on an icon, and, and you brought on an icon. This is like one. this is gonna be intense. I think. Yes, <laughs> very intense. So, Larry, would love to ask you, who's your icon? Who'd you bring on? <sighs> the icon that I brought after much deliberation. It was a it was a process. Yeah, it was a true process because and the thing is I sort of had to I started really close because I have a really close relationship with the icon in question and then I had to take a moment and sort of iris out and say you know what this person of course has impacted me in my life but has impacted a lot of people and they may not even really know it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, so I feel yes. like I was like, I know, because, you know, I want to be trending. Like, I want, like, you know, like a hashtag, like, yes. accessible app, but I feel like we're going to, it will be. It will be by, by the nature of this icon. I mean, we'll, we'll, you know, the question we love to ask by the end is, do we think this icon will endure? But I think... I mean, we don't even have to. Yeah, we don't even have to. <laughs> this one, sometimes it's more of a like, is it? But like, <laughs> yeah, this icon is even even now, even now today is mm. constantly reinventing themselves. So, or, Larry, or, and being reinvented, we'd love to yeah. ask you, who's your icon? Steven Joshua Sondheim. Wow. Yes, Steven I mean, Sondheim. I threw in the middle name for clout. <laughs> <laughs> I take this so seriously. Like this is like yes, uh, yes. I'm like should. I am here. I'm ready. I'm in my seat, and okay. I'm like, let's go. Like yes. uh, to have this space to like mm. to do this yes. to go off in the way that like I truly have to keep kind of Jordan Peele tethered. Like I have to keep it <laughs> <Wow>. alive. <laughs> yes. I have to keep it close, and now I can like untether it. I can like, like put let it out it into the world. Spool out. Yes. Okay. You're okay. free and you're spooling. So let's talk about like when was the moment where you were like, oh my God, Sondheim. Okay, so I've like fabricated a story of like Great. finding a cast recording of company and like a goodwill like basket of like of like <laughs> of like bungled CDs. Yeah, was, set the like, year. Where, where were we? This is a lie. So but like in my like in my telling of it, yeah. it's like I'm around seven years old. Love. And like, you know, like a we're seven year old listening to company, ex- just being like, I get this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I want to create that folklore for people, you know. <laughs> But the truth is, is that I discovered Stephen Sondheim through the IFC feature camp. Okay, wait, tell yeah. us a little bit about this camp for those so, who may not know. Yeah, so in Todd Graff, he made this film. It's called Camp, and the Met Gala theme yes. this year is camp. camp. So um, the idea of camp is like, of course, it's a theater camp. It's an actual place, but like camp is an aesthetic. Camp is a vibe. Camp is like camp is a, a life. It's a sensibility. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so in the theater camp, um, in the film, they like revere Stephen Sondheim. Like yes. they like say yeah. his name and everyone like shudders mm. <laughs> and famously he makes a cameo in the movie so it's like so I had to sort of like I was like okay everyone is respecting him he's obviously really important and if like I want to be important in like the theater mm-hmm. as a performer I have, have to, to know, know this. Yeah. So like that's like when I started to be like I had to put the dots together. Uh, Anna mm. Kendrick does a really Anna Kendrick's best performance. It's so good. Is singing Ladies Who Lunch. Yes. When she like doesn't she like poison that girl? Yes. She's like the yes. understudy. And she like breaks she's like, the glass. Yeah, she's yeah. like 15 in this movie. So good. And she's like she's like poisoned another girl or something so that she can be the one who sings Ladies so Who Lunch and it is 
it's like taps into her like kind of evilness yes. in a way yes. that like not a lot of other stuff has Until ever done. Until a simple favor. Until a simple right. favor. The, the reason why a simple favor was so good was it basically was her performance from Kate. From Kate. Yeah. Yeah. It was Fritzy grown up. Fritzy, yeah. Yeah. her name was new, Fritzy. With a new, I think the character's Fritzy. name was Jenna. <laughs> with a new name, Fritzy <laughs> erased her identity and became, and became Jenna. Jenna. That is really like Paul Which Feig is, canon, yes. like, like yeah. giving her a backstory. Story. And actually, Anna is so e- economical as an actress that she just recycled the backstory. It's it's brilliant. You yeah, love to see it. I saw that at a Hollywood Reporter roundtable. They invited her to speak. <laughs> on that a was nice favor. of them. That was really that's that was very, kind of them. Her process. <laughs> okay. it, is, it is crazy how she looks the same. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she hasn't aged. And what will that do for her as a late career actress? She's in mid right now. Like she's actually fifty three. <laughs> we don't know it. We don't know it because we're all being gaslit by her youth, by her Benjamin Button. Okay. I actually have no idea how old she is. I you could tell me she's like 34. 33, and I'd be like, sure. She's 39. Okay, wait, we're all making guesses. You're 39? Okay, 30, price is right rules. So like, am, I, am I going to? 33. 33. Huh. She, she, well, yeah, she's 33. She's 33. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Always 33 is like not old, but actually as Gen Z, that's ancient. Yes. I. Oh my God, she's a millennial. Yeah. Oh, what did you think she was? Like, like a baby boomer. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Anna Kendrick is, is a, baby a baby boomer. <laughs> merch, merch, merch. Anna Kendrick has baby boomer energy. She you really, really does. do. Like, she looks at us at, like as if we. Why aren't we doing more? Yeah. I definitely feel like she turns and like she was thirty three in the first Pitch Perfect. That's so That's true. That's very true. That's so true. Like, you know what I mean? And like yeah. we knew yeah. it then. They I don't feel like do she's Sondheim. Actually, always been thirty three. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She's like think we're she's never check- not. Been been 33. Yeah, we're gonna check her uh 33. I'm really wiki next I, year. I don't trust that. I really I think that she's so old and so good that she scrubbed. Is she Margot Robbieing? Okay, I was just about to say her and Margot and Rebel. And Rebel, her co-star. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all like sort of around each other. You know what I mean? Like there's a community. There's a community of women who are all say. saying that they are a certain age. Here's what I say. I moved to I moved to I, I live in LA right now for a little Justice Simeon's dope. You hear some things about about art and about it. So I'm going to tell you this. This is the thing about aging in Hollywood. You, mm. you, some people don't do it. <laughs> they just opt out. Some people just opt out. Some people lie. Some people don't do it. Some people won't. Some people can, but they won't. Yeah. Some people are, but they don't. but they don't. And that's the thing about aging in Hollywood. And yeah, I hope thank that clarifies. Thank you so much. I really, actually, that elucidated like a lot for me. I think it me. did, too. It's optional, I got it's from optional. that. It's optional. Um, you know who has aged a lot is Stephen Sondheim. Damn. Damn. He's got that uh, thing now where you're so old that you start to look like a dog. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 When you start to get like droopy. Yeah, and the liver spots. Yeah. Definitely. Like, which are... Where the eyes are like, oh, bassetone. Oh, <laughs> oh bassetone. His eyes truly say that. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you look at a recent picture, they barely open. It's like fully glassy. Glassy, tiny slits. It's good for us to look at um, the elderliest dogs. It is. I think that they need to be cared for in this in a similar way. You know, we pick up your you poop. If you're them old and, and I don't think that you're a dog, I actually don't respect you. <laughs> and that's the thing. Unless I'm talking to you like you're a creature, I don't respect we you. We excuse so much from the old, and I think we have to excuse so I mean, we excuse so much from dogs, and we also have to excuse so much, much from, from the, the old, old. people. We're like, yeah. it's just, just my like, dog doesn't know better. And the same thing, it's like, Stephen Sondheim, <laughs> yeah, like, Stephen we'll Tom never I'm, hire a black person. Yeah, like, doesn't you know, write for black people, was really like anti the all-woman company for a while. <laughs> was like, uh, wait, wait, black, we just have black to people, excuse. Black people don't exist, though. What are you talking about? I, yes, figment. Of you name one of black course. person you've met. Figment of imagination. Olivia, do you know any black people? No. Gene okay. Wilder. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, never mind. Yeah, okay. Gene Wilder. Oh, my God. Bill Clinton. Okay, never mind. Wonka. The grandparents from Willy Wonka, canonically black. Mm, true. That bed. <laughs> okay, you hate the project. That bed really is Child the ghetto. <laughs> you know that I was totally, like, as a poor, young, oop, black boy in Baltimore, <laughs> a near DC. I was 
I was looking at the at the house in Charlie, and I was like, "Woo, child together!" You know, I was like, "I love this." Yeah, that and house was real. Every narrative <laughs> that I loved as a child was about like escaping into a rich person's home. Oh, you know what I mean? I love those yeah. books. Yeah, I was I was big into like orphan culture. Orphan oh, culture, like, orphan huge. culture huge. I wanted to be an orphan so bad. Boxcar, Baudelaire, Annie, Annie Oliver. When, when I was six, I was in a, pro- a community theater production of Oliver, Ollie. and she's I always, bragging. Yes, of course. Um, and I got to like put the makeup on to like look the like a little ragamuffin, yes. and I was like, "This is fun." I <laughs> borrowed my dad's uh, suspenders for our school production of Oliver. Yes, yes we sang "Food Glorious Food." Of course, yes. it was like every grade had to. a song and presented. Okay, and so Makes ours was like from Oliver. Yeah, and we did "Food Glorious Food." I think it was like first grade, and I stole my dad's suspenders. Oh, and huge, I, like, huge! Yeah, and I like tried to make them so short, and I. Put on the dirt makeup, yeah. and I like rolled up one sleeve of a shirt, and oh. I was like, "Okay, one, I'm an artist; two, I'm an orphan." You know what I mean? Like, I looked down to the audience, and I saw my parents, and I was like, "You're dead to me," <gasps> oh because like God. this is who I am now. Oh, that's um, so good. I do love that we were all like theater children. Yes. Yeah, huge. I mean, yeah. it makes sense that we're doing. Sondheim, I did Oliver in high school, so yes. a little later in life, yes. and oh they rented period costumes. That's I played really Mr. Nice. Bumble, and I got oh. to yeah, my first grotesque. It was really fun. <laughs> Just I was evil. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we inserted ourselves into into that narrative, but where in the in the Sondheim narrative did you sort of like? Where, so high so high school was really instrumental in me learn like leveling up about it. So sure. so camp yeah. was middle school and I was like, okay, I have to know this. Ladies to Lunch obviously slaps. Like Anna Kendrick's oh, performance yes. in that is legendary. And then they do a little bit of I'm still here from Follies. They like medley it in to the turkey lurkey. She's like, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> it is the morning. It's the morning thing. Um but <laughs> so then in high school in the library, the DVD rack. So we were still oh. doing DVD drives on laptops. You gotta. Yeah. Uh, so I was checking like out um, Bernadette Peters in the Into the Woods. Like they had that DVD. Yes. You can watch it. Bernadette Peters and, and Mandy Patinkin in Sunday in the Park with George. They have like the full uh, taped production. And then there are all these concert DVDs. A Patty Pone and Sweeney Todd. So like I was wow. checking things out and I was like watching like I was like hoarding these DVDs and like studying it being like, okay. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. smart. It's yeah. funny. It's deep. It like it requires like a couple of listens to really appreciate yeah. it. But at that moment, I was all about el- elitism and and maybe mm-hmm. even some black supremacy. Where sure. I was like, I will like whatever the system is. I'm gonna be the best of the system. Yeah. And and like I was very like I was in a boarding school environment, so it's super academically driven. And I was like, I if this is the most academic top of the top tier musical theater. I will conquer this so that I can get a place in it mm-hmm. because That's I know because really I know what y'all want me to yeah. do. I know yeah. y'all want me to go free me, see more, yeah. and be like, you never had a friend like me, wow. and be like, hasta diga shit, eat the shit, AIDS water out of the out of the river, and old man river. This is a black supercut of like roles. like the black musical theater supercut. <laughs> supercut. Welcome to the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> the black super oh, cut I have God. a forever dog podcast it's called what makes you sing you can listen to it sorry the plug the mid-ep plug the mid-ep plug I'm sorry to sing no we'll, we'll plug at the end probably <laughs> oh my God. probably probably <laughs> podcast format it can look like anything oh my god it's, it's really a loose medium here's the thing like, about a podcast baby a podcast is an improv a podcast is jazz a, a podcast, podcast is, is jazz a Piper Parabo Packing up Piper Parabo Packing up Piper Parabo's Pepto Bismol precociously. Okay. And now you have a BFA. Congrats. Congrats. Everyone, I want I want to see the hashtag. Hashtag Piper Parabo Challenge. If you're brave, if you you're will brave, do it. You'll do it. You'll hashtag iconography podcast. Hashtag Piper Parabo okay. Challenge. Larry is Tag our social Piper media Parabelle. expert. Um, Larry's freelancing social media for us now. And that's just what it is. It was iconography. So, yeah, I was in high school and I was just like, you know, 
baselining. Is that what they say about drugs? How do you take drugs? I do always say baselining. It's free, and it's it's free like, basic. Oh, it's free. <laughs> I always say baselining. Wait, baselining is not a thing. Are, okay. We <laughs> are pure and innocent. I think you can mainline something. But mainline. Like, oh. You guys are like mixing up the two. But you can thing. mainline a drug, right? I think so. Okay, I don't but know. you can free base it. Okay, make sure you add us and tell us. <laughs> <laughs> tell us how drugs work, please. I've, I've been free basing. Is make sure it? you like, subscribe, comment, and tell us how drugs work we, we don't literally know. don't know, we don't know. <laughs> sorry yes the pure black children of america <laughs> i know you're listening mommy and i never heard of a drug <laughs> um okay wait i think now would be a good time for us to all say what our favorite sondheim musical Ooh, is no, don't do yeah that. i know it's so hard it's, it's so, so hard, hard. Uh, and yes we include like if you just did the lyrics too right mm-hmm. yeah so you can do like your west side stories and your gypsies yeah. and okay. your do i hear a waltzes wow okay <laughs> You know, in case anyone's favorite is Do, do I, I Hear, do I hear Of course, my tattoo says Do I Hear. It's really huge. Larry's tattoo wraps all the way around his body. My neck. <laughs> There's things that you think are his eyes and his nose, but they're it's actually tattoo. just a tattoo. It's a shawl tattoo. <laughs> it wraps just like around shawl. the shoulder like a shawl. So funny. Eleganza is okay. iconography. Fashion is, is uh, that. Um, okay, well, Olivia, you threw the gauntlet I know, down. I know, I fucked up. Um, you want to pick I can, it up I and can take do a it. sip? I can, I can pick it up and take a sip. So I obviously have a couple. I wasn't just going to be like, let my one. Okay, good, good. This um, is a loophole. I love a yeah, loophole. Um, I, lo- the, I think the, the soundtrack I listen to the most is the 2006 company, okay. the Raul Esparza company. Mm. I love you. Um, we love Raul. We <laughs> love Raul. Um, hot, hot, hot. I worked at Someone. Shakespeare in the Park somewhere, the summer he was doing um Cymbeline. Okay, that's it was hot. Very hot. He used to just like sit backstage and like smoke a cigarette and then like go on stage and sing. And I was like, ah. um, anyway, very hot. That's so I just sexy. want to do a shout out to all the singers and you know who smoke a cigarette and can still I, sing. I think it's amazing <laughs> because like I've taken a hit from a jewel and been like, okay, well I'm out, out of commission, commission to talk for three weeks. <laughs> there goes my set. Yeah, yeah. So whenever anybody is like fully smokes also, a cigarette and then can just like go. He would for also it. like jog around the park yeah, before the show <laughs> and hot. then like at intermission would be like smoking a cigarette backstage because. Famously, yeah. uh, backstage at the Delacorte is the only place in Central Park you're allowed to smoke because <laughs> actors <laughs> demanded. Because actors like, like the, tech, to nicotine. the tech guys are there for so many hours, and they're they were like, we need a place to smoke, oh and, the, and New York City was like, fine. Yes, theater controls the <laughs> law. Okay, okay. But. Um, I do. Uh, sometimes I make a shout out uh, to just like a group of people sure. who are allowed to date me, and to all actors and tech people who are addicted to nicotine. That's hot to me right now. <laughs> okay. That's sort of so hot to me. If you're like smoking and then I like am. going for a jog, oh. that's sort of like that toxic energy works for that's me. That's so much so energy. I would love to me. date a crew person. I have some holes. Kay. You know what to do. Oh, whenever I see like a like a, a hooded <laughs> holes. person outside the public yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like like smoking a cigarette, yeah. I'm like Exactly. Okay. Cool. I need I need the person who like knows what a fly system is, who has yeah. that schedule, yeah. but is not an actor. Okay. Like, okay. But who has yeah. like callous tags. You know I'm addicted to a man in tech. If at any point I've done a, a comedy show and you like put on the sound cue for me, we're dating. Like we're literally married. That's so funny because my relationship with tech people in comedy, I'm like, it's so right. sycophantic. I'm like begging them to like press one button and like I'm like uh, teabagging yeah. for just like a little bit of reverb on the mic True. yes fair fair I'm a comedian okay, with wait. tech though so if you see me in the streets uh, you know doing comedy it's it, there's usually uh, um, an iCloud dot M- M4A involved uh, <laughs> file not MP3 not crazily MP3. enough wow. okay, okay. Um, so wait how did we get company. company I love company I love um, I love Merrily I love yeah, Marilyn. So good. As young I, people, it's yeah, really activates I, us. I have always thought that if I um somehow, you know, uh woke up with the ability to sing and was on Broadway and uh, made my way to the miscast gala. Yes. That I okay. would um which if you don't know is uh an MCC gala where like Broadway performers come up and sing songs that they would never get cast in. So like men sing songs made for women, women Crazy. sing songs made for men. That's insane. Like, yeah. It's like on whatever. Broadway? It's on Broadway. Gender is dead. Gender's 
fucked. Um, <laughs> but I would, I have always thought that I would do like Franklin Shepard Inc. <gasps> at Miss Cast. Epic. And it wow. would be like the most fun night of my life. Epic. But, wow. And then obviously, you know, Into the Woods is like, Amazing. Yeah. Those, those, those two are Company like the ones. Company Merrily Into the Woods of beautiful choices. Yeah. Those are really, really stellar. They they run the gamut of like the serious and intellectual, but also just like a great show. Yeah. There's a great production of Merrily We Roll Along on, um, I guess, at the time of pod. Mm. <laughs> Question mark. But um, yeah, it was. It's, they had a really beautiful production. Uh, I love it so much. It's so hard to like fix that show. Yeah. Steven's Steven. Okay, I did Steven. that. <laughs> Our good friend Steven. Steven's show are hard and that they're ambitious so at the time that he's creating the shows like they I don't even think he understands what he's doing at the moment in time so like often these revivals come back and they there's like some space from it and like you've had time to like they've like learned from other shows mistakes like the original production of Merrily where they're all like in those weird t-shirts sweatshirts and, yeah. and it's yeah. just like, like their names, their names on are it. on it and it's like no 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 yeah. I don't know if that's <laughs> what we're doing here so crude um, so crude one of my co-workers um, was in a high school production of Merrily I think it's that crazy that high schools do Merrily is the, yeah, okay. that is the most watched high school production of Merrily she didn't know this we found what? this out in the room because one of our other co-workers was like looking at her and was like I know this girl I know <laughs> No, this girl from somewhere. Is it like on YouTube? It's on YouTube. It's the most watched production. I know which one we, it is, actually, yes. period. Yes. And then we watched it. This is it. crazy. We Homosexuality is um, And then we were like, wait a minute. We now have the running theory that, that we don't know if it's Greta Gerwig or the production designer of Lady Bird, yes. but has seen this production. Oh my God. Okay. Has seen this production. And like, it, it, does it look like the it Lady Bird one? It looks like it, and That's it so feels funny. like it. And and then my, my coworker was also, she was like, I walked at a Lady Bird, and I was like so moved, and I was crying, but she was like, it felt weirdly like our production. But she was like, but no way, no way. And then we checked the video later, and it was gone like viral. Like people had like so seen crazy. this. So, My favorite part of the like Ladybird Merrily thing is when the like priest after they do their show, Stephen like, okay. McKinley yeah. Henderson, and he's like, they just didn't get it. He's <laughs> like, how I feel about Merrily so often, or I'm like, they just didn't get it. Like, I feel about Sodom. I'm such yeah. a chip on my shoulder. I'm like, I'm just so that like art. This is my like art house like freak moment where I'm like, yeah. like you'll never get it as much as I get it. Like you'll never, like you'll never understand like the internal rhyme and like the meter and how it relates to the human condition when you perform it and how you just rely on the music the way that I understand that. You can never get that. Okay, and sometimes off you go. Uh, what are your what are your twos, uh, faves? Um, I think Into the Woods was like the first yeah. big one for it, me because that was also like the first C- Steven that I think I was like exposed to. Because like there's that famous recording of the stage version. Yeah. That I think we've probably all seen. Because we're all sick. I, I saw it in like a middle school chorus class and it's so long. Yeah. And we just spent like a week, like every day, yes, just watching, watching like 45 a minute chunks. Yeah. And I remember when act one ended and I was like, but that's where the fairy tales normally end. Yeah. And my teacher was like, just, just you wait. And I was like the only person in class who was really like grabbed by it. Yeah. I think we were all opted that one person in class who was like too interested. And yeah. the teacher was like, got it. Great. Good. We're yeah. locking into this. We were working Absolutely. with I remember being in middle school all boys middle school all black boys and like that we did rom- obviously Romeo and Juliet yeah. adjacent West Side Story yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. we we did it like you tr- it's it's so dense that like we're watching it for a week yeah and I remember just being so affected by like just like this I was like this is how I feel yeah like I feel like this every single day yeah I think but I think West Side Story is the one for me that is like the one that I don't know. It just it's it, there's amazing. Like, it's amazing and it and it I remember the first time hearing um Maria and like oh. being so young but like so moved and like like wanting to sob. Like mm. just like I think that was one of the moments where I was like, "Oh, like this is the power of like musical theater. Like when you tell a story and like these emotions." Yeah, like, something's <laughs> coming. I think something's had a, coming. Yep. Had an effect on oh, young man. me. Like that just like yeah. that like longing. Yeah. I feel like is like a huge word in musical theater yeah. like in yeah. terms of just like what 
the feelings that we wish to engender. I think also Sondheim is so good at longing. There's so much longing yeah. in like all of those shows. As an observer, yes. I think as a writer, I think right. that you're an observer and and you notice like this thing in like that keeps everyone moving. Like we're always longing for something right. or we're always working for something in any relationship, in any circumstance. There is a want, there is a need. Mm-hmm. And Sondheim just contextualizes that in so many fantastic ways because his stories aren't quotidian. It's not, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Lemuel did a great show about a neighborhood, but like Steven's shows like will <laughs> seldom just be about like a street block. And if it is about, about a, a block on the street, it's like, Okay, what is happening inside of every right. apartment? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. It that is so incredible. I mean, also just thinking about like being somebody who is on the margins or had to be observing for a while. Uh, Sondheim is ungeman. Yes, queer. Uh, he is queer. queer. And he like he had, a, he had a, a hard childhood mm-hmm. too. Yes. He had like a really fucked up childhood. Foxy and, Sondheim is mother. Yes. Um, what we will call a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, non-gendered. Emotion- non-gendered. Non-gendered. Yeah. Emotionally abusive. Emotionally yeah. abusive. I think like- she told him like the thing she regrets most was like giving birth. Yeah. Like she that's a horrible Christ. thing to say to your child. Yeah. yeah. And like Okay, so everybody just go around. That? That's the most horrible the thing horrible your mother said to you. The worst thing our moms have ever said to us. Okay. Oh my God. It's time for a little game. <laughs> my mom one time, like, so, oh like, no. she, would find, she would find creative ways to call me a faggot. So one time, like, I was doing something. She was like, don't do that. Walking around like a soft gender. So she what created a mean? she created a slur. She created a slur. So there's the hard gender, which I believe is masculinity. Yes, and then sure. there's a soft, soft gender. gender. Oh my god! <laughs> it's sad because it's like slightly poet. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like there it's like, is like some like intelligence but there, yeah, there's like gender theory like, going yeah. on there it's like mm, Judith Butler who yeah she was insulting me so she had to really dig deep wow, yeah great. I know that was really good <laughs> but I would say with the whole mom thing though that like having a mother that doesn't approve like there's this theory that I'm obsessed with it's Mm. called the best little boy in the world syndrome where like gay boys by like having the secret of knowing that like or under thinking in our childhood that we can never measure up to anyone's expectations at all ever Mm -hmm. we overachieve in every single thing wow so like like that alienation or detachment from the mom I believe like made it so that Steven was running marathons with his fucking pencil and pad yeah. and so like every like every, all I'm all I'm doing Larry Owens in the entertainment industry is trying to protect and save my mother from poverty with like this like American dream of like work hard and you know the rest will follow yep. <laughs> so, so like I get and like I feel like for a lot of Steven's career, again, this first name, we've never done this, but a lot of his career, I think he's trying to please his mother. And yeah. like, there's often mother character, mother themes, parental mm-hmm. themes, abandonment themes, yeah. like detachment. And, right. and I think it's really interesting that right now in the company in London that just closed with Patti LuPone, mm-hmm. they they changed the lead from Bobby, male Bobby with the Y, yeah. to Bobby, Bobby with the I-E. Huge. And, yeah, huge. And I don't know. I'm just like, now I'm like wondering all about like gender in the work of Stephen Sondheim mm. and like how uh, how changing that character to a female, it like, it allows him to be more of a soft gender. Like Stephen's like music to be received yeah. more. Like the care, we can now shape the entire narrative of like a person like not receiving love, romantic love or not choosing romantic love in a much more complicated, yeah. like, like technical, uh, like mm-hmm. a softer sphere of femininity right. yeah. versus sort of like the rigid lines of masculinity yeah. where it's like, Bobby wouldn't do that. Bobby would do this because there's such. Because especially because when he was writing it, it was like there are men and men act like this. And and if you like contemporize company and like make it like a woman who's like hasn't gotten married yet, that means a totally different thing in 2019. That's where he was writing then. He was writing with, with like the sort of like. Uh, gender nuance which we know that there is like our our brains aren't born binary right. they're yeah. taught binary yes. so because he's coming from the emotional world below mm-hmm. he's always been equalizing that which yeah. is why like I can I love singing songs of either gender from Sondheim's canon yeah. and like not true for all composers Yes, sometimes it has to be the female song for me because that's what slaps because of the, <laughs> yeah. the more complicated uh, psychology that I believe that women possess naturally yeah. and also have been like well, Rogers and Hammerstein shaking. Rogers and Hammerstein, they are doing fine. 
They're doing great. Bartlett Chair, they're doing great. Speaking of Hammerstein, he was uh, Sondheim's mentor. Yes, yes. which yes. is crazy to think about. That's uh, Hammerstein. Wait, there's a really good anecdote where like Stephen Sondheim had written this like musical in high school, mm. and he like brought it to Hammerstein, like thinking it was so good because all his classmates were like, "This is amazing! This is amazing!" And he brought it to Hammerstein and like asked for his notes, and Hammerstein was like, "This is the worst thing I've ever read in my life." And, <laughs> and, and, and Hammerstein Incredible. was like, "But if you want to know why it's bad." I'll tell you. Wow. And so, and so hey, he like, Hammerstein like sent him away and was like, you have to write four musicals. And he gave him like an assignment. He gave him like coursework. And he said, you have to write a musical based on a play you admired, a play you liked but think is flawed, an existing novel or short story, and then a completely original. And so Sondheim just like went away Incredible. and like wrote four things and like came back. And Hammerstein was like, yeah, you got some promise. <laughs> and then like, wow. and then that parlayed into like West Side Story right. and then Gypsy. And yeah. then it's like off yeah. to the off races. To the yeah, races. Oscar kept telling like Steven was like, uh, you know how we are in our current 20s. Like we want to do things our way. And like mm -hmm. Steven was like, yeah. I like, oh, I don't, I don't want to write just lyrics for a show. Like when they were yeah. like, they're like Len Lenny, as in Leonard Le Bernstein. Bernie. Like Lenny needs help with the lyrics. Boston Latin School alum. Okay. okay. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. We went to the same high school. <laughs> to the same high school as Katie Couric, so um, kind of. John McCain <laughs> went sure. to my high school. Hot. Yes, okay. legacy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like they were like, Lenny needs help with the Lair of West Side Story, and, and he's like, no, and Oscar Hamstein's like, do it? You might <laughs> he's like, like maybe so. just like, do this. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like Gypsy, and, and Sondheim's like, I don't want to write lyrics for another motherfucker again, and, and just lyrics, and then, then he's like, Oscar's like, no, like this is your chance to write for a star, like you're writing for yeah. Ethel Merman and like people don't just get this chance mm -hmm. and you need this education and I love yeah. that like apprenticeship mentality yeah. because Sonny went to Williams College where I'm sure he was studying like Bach and like all this like beautiful like compositional theory right. but like it, it was having like a human being say this is how I do theater as a human being right now yeah. like actively I feel like it's so much more valuable like I I, I couldn't have received the theatrical education that I received in a four-year university. Yeah. I went to the mm -hmm. Steppenwolf Ensemble in Chicago, and like I had Terrell McCraney, who wrote Moonlight as yeah. a teacher, mm -hmm. Amy Morton, who was in The Last Revival of Virginia Woolf, like as a teacher, and they are actively doing it. And, right. and so they like passed on so much information that I feel like I could never have gotten yeah. in like an institutionalized yeah. environment where it's like, here's a sabbatical and here's your break. You yeah. know, yeah. It, it, it was so much dirtier and messier than yeah. it so was. The best classes I took at N. Why you were always from like playwrights who I were like just who were like thing. in the midst of a production. Yep. Like I, uh, we I Brandon Jacob Jenkins was my professor when okay. an Octoroon was going up, and mm, so incredible. and so he would he would be like harried and be like, uh, this is uh, sorry, it's like tech or whatever. Like uh, I have I have rehearsal, I, I can't do this thing. Yeah. and he would be like very helpful about like these are the practicalities mm -hmm. of like being, being a, a working, working theater yeah. person. <laughs> also, side note, when I saw an Octoroon, I was in the mezzanine and I looked down into the orchestra and I was like, I saw the back of the head and I was like, that's Steven Sondheim. My friends were like, literally, no. It's oh! like, that's you saw the back of a man's head. Like, there's no way it's Steven Sondheim. And I was like, I swear to God, it's Steven Sondheim. And then like act one ends, he stands up and I like, hit the person yes! next to it. I was like, I was fucking right. It's Steven fucking Sondheim. Sonny's and we, there. And we go out into the like the like lobby and we're like, do we talk to him? My friend was like, no, we can maybe say something like after the play. And then he didn't come back for act two. Well, so, we know that old people are like old dogs. People, it, you <laughs> we, know, it was in Brooklyn, which is uh, far, far from Turtle Bay. Far from Turtle Bay. We know yeah. that he lives far, classic, classically uh, in, by in the Turtle UN. Bay. In Turtle Bay with the dungeon in the basement for all of this. Hi, my gay boys. Hi, my gay and boys. And sort of, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. It's if kind you know, of like you know. a. I'll do some conjecture on the pot. It's fun um, for the children. Larry, uh, I want to ask you, what's your favorite Sondheim? With my favorite Sondheim, I, um, so like. 
like there was a really really tragic revival of a night music with, with the British oh, director like Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones and Angela Lansbury first cast. They were replaced by Bernadette Peters and Elaine Stritch second cast. The, Smart. Um, yeah, the American <laughs> actors got it closer. The, yeah. uh, the, the musical theater is an American institution, and I mm. believe that like we do it the best. To hear it as some jingoism, but um, that last revival was joyless, mirthless, and a true, truly like funeralaic. But I love night music as like a really really like beautiful peppy like champagne of a show and so I'm obsessed with night music I love Sunday in the Park with George yes I love I mean, Sunday in the Park with George that YouTube bootleg have we all seen God it God bless yeah. God fucking Wait, bless what, Jake Gyllenhaal no the um, the original Mandy. the original, Mandy. The original. Yeah. not a bootleg a pro show I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal should be doing musical theater that's okay, it that's he's, like, he's like addicted to it but like I think he needs to stop Jake Gyllenhaal is addicted to musical theater <laughs> you heard it here first he's addicted to the challenge he loves yeah. he loves a challenge and and there is something fulfilling as an actor to nail Sondheim and I, like that's why I'm obsessed with I him. just think that if you are somebody who was hot when you were young you shouldn't be allowed to do I also think just, I agree wait, I heartily I agree I think like the hubris of being Jake Gyllenhaal and being like for my first Sondheim I'm going to be George in Sunday in the you, Park with thank George you, thank that's you. insane that is like, absolutely go, certifiable like, <laughs> to walk into anything and say that I'm going to start with George yeah, Soros. No, George's. Go be, go be a prince in Into the Woods. Wow. Like, like go sing Agony. That's fine. Go sing wow. Agony. Okay. Do not come here at like for your first role, Olivia. I could uh, <laughs> kiss you on the mouth, non-sexual, but literally, like that is just affirming. Non-sexual, just affirming. She's a bitch, non-gendered. I want to kiss you, non-sexual. Good. Okay. Clarify. And, <laughs> clarify. And in that's the age of cancel, we Clara. Okay. <laughs> Um, Piper Parable This is a public Pepto-Bismol This is a public podcast <laughs> Hey Wow Okay And the tongues are rolling I'm speaking the in tongues The teeth are sharp And the tongues are rolling They're being spoken Iconography <laughs> Thou shalt have no other gods before me Huh Okay Hey, hey. hey. Oh, it's black now <laughs> Sorry Steven Sorry Steven My nigga First nigga of the pod I hope It yeah. is Yeah We yeah. Yeah. yeah Yeah it hasn't come up. <laughs> no, that's not really. Yeah, for sure. So speaking of agony, speaking of, uh, you know, just sort of words, uh, this is a little segment <laughs> we call the People's Court, uh, where Olivia goes deep into the people archives and people adjacent uh, because she's a hacker. I'm a hacker. And hack. uh, she found a little. I'm an archivist. JSTOR adjacent uh, place uh, where we uh, take our icon and we find some old articles and we share them. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Sondheim doesn't really be on people like that. So, <laughs> so uh, we're going to the New York Post. Um, <laughs> which, which he, he which, which he, he, he beyond like, like that. Which he, he do be on like that. So he be on. Um, so Riddle. this headline from April 30th, 2000 it, quote, Doogie does Sondheim. Doogie sings. And while that's not exactly how Neil pa actor Neil Patrick Harris would put it, that's pretty much what Stephen Sondheim said when he saw Harris and Sweeney Todd last year in L.A. He said, I had no idea you could sing, recalls the okay. former Doogie Howser MD star, adding wickedly, he didn't say sing well. He just said sing. We'll see oh, what that means. God. <laughs> and, then, and then there's like more about him being in Sweeney Todd. But I was like, you got negged by Stephen Sondheim and then like told a reporter about it. Neil and, Patrick Harris and is violent. And then a couple years later was in Assassins. Yeah. So like clearly something worked. Yeah. But I was wow. just like, he's like young and gay and blonde. Yeah. I was like, you know yeah. how that works. <laughs> that formula. Like, yeah. Honey, of course. If I can bottle that and drink that elixir. <laughs> okay. Wait. This also brings <laughs> me to hear it. This also brings me to my point, which is I was telling I was telling Io this before we started recording and she got really mad at me. But I think I think it's crazy. I think <laughs> Andrew loves this. I think if I were like a little good at singing, this article does note that Neil Patrick Harris has no formal singing mm. training. I think if I were a little good at singing, I could do everything that Neil Patrick Harris does. <laughs> I, I I just feel that in Olivia, my bones. That's crazy. I, okay, I think everyone has a thing where they're like, if my life were a little different in two degrees, 
I could be on a completely different path. But and you're my not path, even on like a, just completely different. Just completely. No, if I could have sung like in high school sure. and I had like done that whole thing, I think me as like a, a little good or yeah, like very good, a little good, a little good, good enough to like go to Interlochen or something. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, <laughs> gaining, I think, gaining credence here yeah. about, about how a little bit of talent feeds into yes. new well, my, my thing is that if I could put my hair in a slick back high pony, yes. then I would be like rich. See, yes. and that's the <laughs> that's same really huge. Thing. And for me, if I had the splits, you would never see me. That's being so right. true. That's so true. <laughs> we, we would I know not. That that's true we for would you. not be what we call friends. <laughs> and we shouldn't have to be. No. See, everyone's life is just Andrew. What was yours again? Uh, mine was if I went to the gym regularly, I would be fully married. Yes. <laughs> that's that's one how degree. it works. Yes. The one degree theory. You just theory. shift your life a, cu- like okay, a couple, and degrees. couple degrees. Is there and any can... gyms want an offer? Uh, yeah. A if you want to get Andrew to the gym every day. He to hot producer Andrew. HPA, uh, HPA needs a subscription. <laughs> he needs a subscription and he needs a boosting. Subscription. That's yeah. what I'm for. Okay, I read you? though, bitch. I read. Yeah, membership. Yeah, membership. I have a subscription uh, <laughs> to the gym of my mind. The most psycho thing where I was like, oh, this is who I am. I once was describing um, basketball tryouts that I did in middle school, but I called them an audition. Yes. And I was like, okay, I'm my basketball audition. That's how you know you're fake. That's how <laughs> That's I know. The immediate I'm moment. I'm fake, and I'm lucky that I have my body type. Otherwise, <laughs> I like truly, this is like genetics. Like honestly, <laughs> I'm grateful for my poverty because it like really made me like driven. True. Driven. Because otherwise I feel like I would have like leaned on like being fine at a bunch of things and like never like <laughs> yes, been yes, like yes. <laughs> never been excellent. Yeah. I have no like actual natural drive. It's just that like I have a fear of being poor again. So yes. that's like enough to sort of like, you know get, inside get, of that kick, system. kick in the little the drive into high gear. I also drink um, <laughs> Red Bull. Okay, we love um, gives you wings, baby. <laughs> okay, and that's branding. Um, <laughs> I'm bad about the branding, so I keep just like I, I brand, I brand hawk all, just every day. So we talked Sondheim up and down, um, and now uh, we're gonna play a little game of fuck, Mary kill of uh, some great Stephen Sondheim moments and qualities. Uh, and Larry, you're gonna fuck Mary, and then <laughs> and kill one, kill of them. one. Okay. Okay. Should we so. just okay? Here's what I'm thinking. Tell Should me. we just make them like musicals? Should oh, all that's... three be musicals? Olivia, your mind is on fire today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna. We'll just go back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Sunday in the park. Um. Into the woods. Okay. Sweeney. Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Sweeney Todd. That is an insane one to start with. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, so yeah. I I think that's Sweeney fucks with like a little bit of darkness. Sweeney yeah. slaps, like, yes. Sweeney fucks, yeah. Sweeney chokes. Sweeney would so choke. Sweeney would choke. Like light choking, and I think it's an operetta, so it's just light choking. <laughs> um, uh, I then I I guess I'm marrying Sunday because things that age as you as you get you know age yeah. well. Yes, like yeah. every year you return, you're like, wait, I'm glad I did this, mm-hmm. made a great decision. Um, and then wait, who did I leave out? Marilee? Into the woods. Into the woods. And, and, and frankly, we kill, yeah. Okay, rest in, rest in peace. This doesn't slap as hard for is me. That, is that your order too, Ayo? Um, I do think I fuck Sweeney, for sure. <laughs> that was risky of me to say. Um, I think I, oh wow, this is a toughie. Um, I think I marry into the woods. I know, Little Red speaks. Okay. And then you kill Oh Sweeney? my god, okay, wait. no wait, then I kill Sunday. You're okay, killing wait. Sunday. That's I think, toxic. I think I fuck Sunday. Tell yes, me about it. Because we'll fuck because we'll love you like I think it's like sensual. Yeah, oh, it is. It's like that. And it's like it's like tender. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good so fuck. we so we fuck sweet, Sunday. Sweet fuck. Sweet, it's very sweet. sweet. It's, yeah, um, and it's probably really take. Oh, is, wow. <laughs> hot. Okay. Um, oh, my God. Charles no, Kimbrough. Trash, trash that I was like, hmm, Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, Michael Cerveris? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, okay, so we marry, or what did I say? We fuck we Sunday. We fuck Sunday. 
Does that mean I marry Sweeney? That is you marry no, Sweeney? No, so that's dangerous. dark. That's dark. I marry into the woods. I marry into the No, okay, wait, I figured it out. I figured it out. Marry Sweeney? Sweeney pondered and Sweeney planned no. like a perfect machine he planned. No, I take it back. I marry Sweeney into the woods. Sweeney would blink and rats would scuttle, and that's your husband? I marry into the woods because it's like a child like married. Oh. No, it's like marrying, like, there's like a lot of personality there. There's sure. like a lot of different. Different yeah, things. every day it's is like, an adventure. It's like you, you every day. <laughs> That's marriage. No, every day Spin you like it. learn a new thing. Here's you, the like, thing about a new marriage. Detail emerges. <laughs> Here's the thing There's about like marriage. There's so much depth <laughs> to Into the Woods. Spin it. Every day in a marriage is an adventure. Is a classroom. Is a life. That's the thing about. Is that marriage. it? Is that is that all we're saying? You wouldn't know. Andrew would yeah, not know because see. he does not go to the gym every day. Please. I could get the splits. If I cared about <laughs> about it, I don't think that I'll ever be able to do a high back, and, <laughs> and I can't Tony. sing. So that's just Larry's the only one whose like thing is feasible. Yeah. You can All do the pony. I can do the pony. And I but if my hair isn't long enough for the pony to be like hot. It just okay. looks like a nub. <laughs> You can do the pony and I can sing and we'll make it work. The pony. God, I, and I'll go to the gym for you. God, if you're listening, I would so, love to wait, wake up I and have a different all, head. If combine all, our prayers. Yeah, if we all four combine our combine prayers. Combine our prayers, yeah. And we can like make We're something happen. Holding hands. Father God, in over. the name of Jesus. Okay, come on. No. In the this precious name of podcasting, we gather and touch and agree hey, on all of our needs, okay? Ah, We're oh. praying for gym membership every day. Hey. We're praying for a slick back high pony. <laughs> We are praying hey. for the ability to sing from the throat no when boss. we don't have a throat. And Lord God, on this day in Park Slope, I pray to thee for the, for splits. the splits. Amen. 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 That amen. was really beautiful. Amen. And Sondheim would hate. <laughs> Despise. Sondheim composing a gospel number for this in minor. <laughs> and, that's, and that's sort of where I draw the line. Um, Larry. Sondheim writing lyrics in tongue, making it rhyme internally. <laughs> Shando. Okay. Honda Civic. Shando. Coming in a Hyundai, Shando. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Larry, um, we're so <laughs> glad that we had you on because you are, um, I mean, you just got a brain and it's and it's insane and, and it was perfect. This really like made my hangover like go away. Me I too. Really feel like I just like perked the fuck up. I think I'm sober now. Yeah. This rocks. Um, Larry, before, you know, we come to a final uh, verdict about Stephen uh, Monsieur Sondheim, uh, uh, his new middle name is now Monsieur. Monsieur. Um, does anybody have any last words? Any last Stephen bits? Uh, Olivia, did you have yeah, something? Yeah, wait. Me? I wanted to ask everyone because you know how sometimes you go to a karaoke place and they have Stephen songs. Yes. yes. What is everyone's Great. karaoke Stephen song? Good. Okay, they often have Joanna, and it's nice Woo! and sweet. It's two minutes, baby. It's in a, it's in a poppy pocket. I can take the room. Oh, I love without that. Ta- without taking the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like sweet voice. It's not like loud voice. Mm. I love doing that sneak attack. Yeah. Um, I wish I had the confidence for it to be not getting married. Um, oh, oh, I wish. We die oh, for that. Because you, you know, that. you know, I've been watching that Madeline Kahn. Oh, you God. know that's the version. Come Rest on, in, in peace, Madeline Kahn. She does it, and it's just the prop work. So when she does the prop work. Listen, everybody, like I'm just waiting for a wedding. What's a wedding? It's a prehistoric ritual. Everybody promises valley forever, which is maybe the most horrifying word I've ever heard. What's it followed by honeymoon? What's suddenly realized that sided with another one? Come, she should. I'm not well, so I'm not getting married. You've been swallowed. I'm not getting married. You're the holler. I'm not getting married. Thank you. I'm not getting married. And don't tell Paul that I'm not getting married today. Okay, we're off, friend. Well, <laughs> hey. Um so I don't so I can't do that. Okay. Um, we can all pretend that was me. Um if you want. <laughs> Lip syncing. Um, but it but I mean I mean it might be being alive. <gasps> oh, not a fun karaoke. <laughs> no, I'm like terrorizing the room. Yeah, four but, and a half minutes, yeah, five where, where it's like <laughs> five and a half minutes of you I'm, churning. Yeah, I'm running over to the corners of the room and I'm like, come on, Bob. <laughs> hey, hey, Bobby. <laughs> Oh, you're sourcing dialogue.
dialogue. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm Wait, the co-op, the co-op. It's more branding. But John Mulaney, when they did the um, company cast recording on Documentary Now, have you seen it? I haven't seen you it. You should yet. watch it at home. It's Documentary Now IFC, and they do a Sondheim <laughs> send up. I'm obsessed. Yeah, you can find it on Netflix, and I know that because I almost watched it the other day. Oh my god, it was a joy to me. <laughs> then I just started watching The Sopranos again. I'm addicted. You're addicted, You're addicted to, to James Gandolfini. I'm addicted to Christopher Valsanti, aka. What the heck is his name? I always forget. Michael Imperioli. Oh yeah, Michael Imperioli. Mm. Okay, that's bad because I find him really hot. Um, Olivia, um, what's your karaoke? I think that mine is that I get um another woman up with me and then we do agony. Yes, which is fun. <laughs> yes, fun. Take the room. I think it's fun. I think agony has a lot of room for comedy that people don't play up, but they do <gasps> play up in the movie. Weirdly, it's yeah. like mm. weirdly like the best part of the movie is like. Uh, Billy Magnuson and Chris Pine like really hamming up agony it's so good. and it's like so, it. so funny so and it's like oh you could do that that's like yeah. perfect for it karaoke it also was like crazy that where I think I like texted you or I texted somebody and I was like I think I really like Chris Pine also Big yeah. Billy Magnuson Chris Pine and Billy Magnuson like Turned put them in every yeah, movie Billy together. Billy Magnuson yeah. will be a star. He should. Really? We're huge Billy Magnuson. We're, we're Billy, huge we're Billy, Billy Magnuson fan. Oh my god, yeah. he's stage. very talented. He's very okay. His body's talented. He, I, he's also he's also he's very talented. Vanya Sonia Masha Spike I said on he's Broadway. Very <laughs> no, exactly. And I said his body is because he is a hot. Oh, he's, of he's hot. Body. Yeah, he's hot. And I loved how they were costumed to leather pants and like the water. I just remember yeah. like, yes. they were they're like they splashing were around. Water? They're like they're like hanging off of branches and like arching back. It's awesome. And like sticking and, their tongue out and, and like kicking water yeah. onto their like leather yes. breeches and just okay. B- we love we love bridge work people. here. We love bridge work. Um, bridge work. And that's non-gendered. <laughs> <laughs> um, does anybody have any last word? My last word about Sondheim would be: if you haven't seen them yet on YouTube. He taught a master class. Oh my god, I'm obsessed at, with the master classes. Um, the Guildhall uh, School in London, and it's Guildhall. just um, at the Guildhall School in London. And um, basically, um, if we <gasps> had any off. British How listeners, I'm banned now and I'm, I'm canceled <laughs> in England, um, which is my dream. Um, but he teaches these master classes, and it's just like these very talented young people who I don't know any of them now, which is a bummer. But um, like I don't think. But you watch like, him like you watch they like the, they do like they sing their song yeah. and then he's like okay change like this, this thing a yeah. little bit and you watch them get better yes it's so crazy it's he has such awesome. a command yes. over his own work where he's like you have to sing to your blade like it's a lover and mm. the guy's like okay and then mm. it's amazing yeah and then he does and mm. it's really good oh. um so those are so fun to watch because i just love seeing talented people <laughs> do things um kink number 79 um maybe that's like our rules instead of like kink. las culturistas it's just my kinks um <laughs> so my kink which is, one did we find out earlier today oh it was uh addicted I, to nicotine yes if you're addicted person. to nicotine if you do theater and you're addicted to nicotine team but also jog um and maybe do tech um okay then that's a king and the other one is just like big talented um but those are really fun and i think that's my last word larry my last word on steven tonheim you can just i'm on youtube doing a lot of his work of course and I just love it. I I try to make it not heady. I try to make it hearty. And I feel like deeply connected to it. So I'm just so grateful to have this chance to just nerd out and talk about. It's so much fun. So this guy that I think about literally every day. Like if I spend as much time thinking about any other man as I do Stephen Sondheim, maybe I might be in a relationship right now. Hmm. Bleak, like the music of Stephen like Sondheim. Like the music of Stephen Sondheim. <laughs> ambiguity. I'm, I, it's so ambiguous. Stephen's music is so, like there's a lot of ambiguity in it and yeah. I've realized that I've taken that on as a personality trait and people don't like it from someone who looks like me. <laughs> mm. People love to like know exactly yeah. what I'm thinking and how I'm feeling about them right. and otherwise I'm threatening, you yeah. know, like that. And So I was like, but I... I don't know what the end is. I don't know what anything means. Mm. I don't know how I feel and I don't know who the fuck you are. Like, so a lot of times I'm sitting there in the place of ambiguity, just like waiting to feel something. Whoa. So if you're waiting to feel something, check out some of um, his songs. We love it. Okay. So now we ask the question and uh, then we place a verdict. Will Steven Sondheim endure? Is he an icon? Olivia? Yes. Larry? (sighs) 
And I say no. Um, thank you so much for listening. No, I'm jury. <laughs> of course. Like, no. And I say like maybe. I'm more of an Andrew Lloyd Webber. I'm just gonna person. see like what's like what's next for him. You know what I mean? Like I wanted like I'm, I'm waiting for that one about the what is the one that's like allegedly happening? The, the new Brunel. Yeah. The, um, oh. the new Brunel musical with David Ives writing the book. That okay. I, I just took off her jacket and revealed a very cute dress. <laughs> a late act three reveal. <laughs> She's like, like, oh, hello, shoulders. Like, like, shoulders out, back out, spring is sprung, NYC, writing job, money, tax, bracket, moved up. Honestly, I actually did get a really nice return on my taxes. See? <laughs> yeah. like, this and dress, this dress was a treat. This dress, is this is a taxes dress. This is a you taxes know, dress. You do not come tell me. Is it a reformation? Me. No, it's um need supply. Oh. You know. Oh, hello. You know I'm hitting up money. this sales. 40% off? Come oh, on, son. Oh, my God. It's dress with the back. Yeah. All oh right. my god, we were doing the verdict. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this dress will endure, and um, so will Steven Sondheim. Larry, thank you oh so much for god. coming on. Uh, maybe you guys will get a pick of the dress. Probably not, because I don't do that. Um, we'll do pod pick. Oh yeah, we'll do a pod pick, but we've been taking selfies. Whatever, you'll see the shoulders. You'll see the shoulders. <laughs> you'll see my shoulders eventually. My 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 one of my pride points is though I feel like uh if you nobody knows like a lot of people just don't know what my body looks like. You know what I mean? I'm just like always wearing like huge shirts. Uh, for like very small pants and then sometimes wear a big pant and a small shirt and so oh, it's like you like a no cartoon idea. character yeah, you simply have no idea what my proportions are proportionizing and you never will and you're lucky if you find out <laughs> Larry thank you so stinking much oh my god for coming on um, Larry where can you- they find you where can the people find you I, honestly you shouldn't just leave it alone no I'm kidding I'm online at Larry Owens Live that's my handle I do have a forever dog podcast it's called what Plug makes you Sing. Yes, let's tell us yeah. a little bit about the pod. The pod. So I basically have guests on. It's a comedy podcast about music. I ask them about the music that made them. And then we have a piano in the studio and we sing. I owe you have to be on, Olivia. I can't sing. Uh, but you, but that's the hook of the show. She like really can't. It's a, it's, it's a comedy pod. It's about the memories. It's not about the music. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, we look forward I to it. my manager being like, really, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Brand protection, protect the brand. No, I really, no, I really do want to have um, the gamut of singers on. Pat Regan is a dream guest of mine. Oh, wow. Yes, we, I want to hear the voice. I want to hear the memories. I want to hear the song. We love it. We love to hear it. Um, you wait. When is a strange loop happening? Oh yeah. So I will be doing um a musical by the the black heir apparent of Stephen Sondheim. Yes. So if you listen to the music, you listen to the pod, and you like this type of stuff, I'll be doing a beautiful new musical at Playwrights Horizons. Cute. Yes, May twenty fourth through I think we go through July. Get tickets. So exciting. Oh my gosh. That's yes. so exciting. A black queer fat male protagonist. I've heard some songs from it. Um, and I mean, like, I'm so excited. Oh I like truly am God. so excited. I'm so happy back for from you. LA and see the yeah, show. Yeah, of course. Duh. And, and Olivia, I, I'm obviously going to come. Manhattan, 42nd I love Street. I'm going to play, right? I know. For the people at home, it's for people at home. Uh, <laughs> Olivia got really pissed. I know. I know. Olivia hulked out. Have a playwriting degree. <laughs> yeah, don't erase the BFA. Oh, oh my god. Oh, you're, oh, you're two. You're two BFA. We both. Are you at NYU? Yeah. yeah. We met at NYU. You met at NYU BFA. Yeah. My big trauma is that I've studied playwriting, and every time anyone finds out, they're like, "Huh." Changes everything. Whenever I have to like apply to a job and my resume is like playwriting, <laughs> I'm like, uh. say, say dramatic writing yeah. and it feels different. Yeah, but even the then, it's like even then they ask like, what, what that means, and I'm it? like, I'm a playwright. <laughs> that is my favorite part of your identity, Io. Well, there's so fun. many fun parts, Aww, but I do love that you have a playwriting degree. Thank you so much. And you're the that, only person, a black person, who's ever said that to yeah, me. Knowing <laughs> that you're linked by that. I'm kidding. Uh, Andrew, um, are you gonna come see? A strange loop okay. okay hot producer andrew will be in the audience so so uh, if you if don't go to the gym husband, as much as you yeah. want to but you need a husband you will be yes, there you'll be a for a thin loop. white husband at a, at a tale of black queer empowerment <laughs> andrew will be there <laughs> okay in the listen, audience. <laughs> hey don't hate on that okay uh, no so, like truly a hotbed <laughs> for hotness <laughs> 
that was my favorite part of um, seeing Daddy was just being like, hmm, what hot white people are gonna be here? Oh, like, chic oh, audience. Be it, was, uh, it was like the hottest audience I've ever Beautiful seen at a play. Beautiful chic yeah. audience. I'm, I'm just mostly proud of of Jeremy for procuring really hot audiences for all. <laughs> um, fucking Dev Hines was there. When Dev Hines and Tessa Thompson were there together when I went, and I was like, oh, this is like a hot. Oh, this is hot crowd. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Um, James Franco and Lucas Hedges in my audience. Don't love that. Yeah, I don't love well, that as a pairing. The energy was dark for sure. Oh my God. Ain't No Mo. There. It's a play by Jordan E. Cooper. Yes. It's a more black queer excellence, but um, playwriting. Play but writing. yeah, also like his audiences are truly chic. Like yeah. everyone who, like Naomi Campbell's been twice. And it's uh, just like, okay. you, you don't get hotter audiences off broad, at off Broadway shows by black queer writers. You, you I know? love that Naomi moment. Campbell understands what a play is. I think it makes me so she happy loves for her. She loves the play. It. She's been she loves twice. the theater. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> and, and good for us and good for you listeners. Uh, if you guys want uh, more of the pod, um, you can like, you can subscribe, you can comment, you can rate, um, and do all that on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. You know what I'm talking about, you LimeWire freaks. Um, thank you so much for listening, and bye. Oh, bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.